morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So, thank you very much for um, tuning in. I hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world, and I hope you're all enjoying the podcast and enjoying this lot, um, enjoying the episode. Um, do give us a like, share, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, Destroy the Stumps 35 YouTube channel. Also, check us out on Instagram as well at Destroy the Stumps 35. Uh, also known as Stumps Flying on Instagram. And also, uh, follow the podcast via Podbean, Spotify, whatever podcasting platform you want to join it, uh, join on, except for iTunes because we don't have iTunes yet. So, not iTunes, what do you call it? Apple Podcasts. I've got to try and get that fixed up. But anyways, that'll take a while. Let's see what happens. Uh, anyways, let's see what's going to happen. Um, let's, let's see what happens in the future. Um, also, haven't been well, so do excuse my voice. Uh, just hasn't been the best. Um, yeah, I've just been sick the last two days. And recovering, getting close to back to normal. My throat still hurts, so do excuse me if my voice sounds terrible or if I, if I do start it in between the podcast yeah i'm just uh struggling a little bit but we'll get through it anyways guys thank you very much for tuning in hope you're doing well hope you're safe wherever you are and hope you're enjoying the podcast 16 days left in the year and boy oh boy what a year of cricket it's been just going to round it off with some match reviews and also i'll do a review of the pot i'm going to do some reviews this year for my five or six best test matches this year uh goodness because yeah goodness gracious i love test cricket I think there's only one more test match for the year uh, after the Australia versus Pakistan one. The next one, the only one left is the Australia versus Pakistan. Um, so not the current one that's going on with the Perth one uh, at the Optus Stadium in Perth, but the other one that's going on. Uh, that, so the other one that's remaining, which is the Australia versus Pakistan test, um, which uh, where is it again? Australia versus Pakistan at uh, the MCG, yeah, on Boxing Day. So that'll be the last Test match of the year. And boy, boy, it's been a good year for Test cricket. It's been an interesting year. Australia finishing off uh, winning the two trophies and also getting the Ashes. They've had a good year, uh, the Australian cricket team. India's had a good year besides, the, besides just not getting the trophies. Um, mm-hmm. They've had a decent year, really. Uh, other teams have been a mixed bag. England's had a bit of a downward spiral this year, especially in test in ODIs and and, and um, sorry in ODIs and T20s, kind of in T20s, not really massively in T20s, but in ODIs they definitely have not a good performance in the World Cup, and um, then they made radical changes to the team, not radical, but like massive changes to the team, trying to test out some guys for the future. And uh, they lost their first ODI series in the Caribbean to the West Indies in 25 years since 1998. So that was uh, that was huge because everyone in England, most of them saw this series as a way to um, build for the future and maybe just restart everything for England. Well, that restart's going to be... Well, maybe this is part of the restart process, but maybe to get get back to winning ways... Yeah, you have to wait a bit longer. They'll have to be... Okay, kind of not making sense, but they'll have to wait a bit longer just to get back to winning ways um, in terms of series and tournaments and that. So, yeah. 
Okay, if that, if that made any sense, it did. If it didn't, it didn't. Sorry about that, guys. But anyways, uh, without further ado, let's just get stuck into it and review the podcast. Um, so, review. So, the ODI series is done. Speaking of England and the West Indies, the ODI series done. West Indies doing a good job. Young West Indies team. Uh, fairly young team, that is. Doing a really good job winning the series under the captaincy of Shea Hope. Now they've got Rodman Powell, who's the captain for the T20 team. The big Jamaican guy. Well, not he's not tall. I don't know if he's tall, but um, he is muscular. Uh, like most Jamaicans, pretty good athlete. Um, most Jamaican cricketers, pretty good athlete. And um, also, yeah, and um, he's a powerful guy, good hit over the ball. Also, Andre Russell, the veteran, 35, 36 years of age, back in the T20 team. He might, he, he said he's available. He wanted to be playing for the T- uh, West Indies in T20s. The selectors chose him. He looks keen, to be honest, from what I've seen of him. He really looks keen to play one more T20 tournament for the West Indies. Um, the T20 World Cup next year is in the West Indies and USA, and that could be his last tournament for the West Indies ever. He's had a great career for the T- uh, for the West Indies in T20s. He's been an awesome T20 player around the world, highly sought-out T20 player around the world, Andre Russell. Um, definitely, I reckon, could have had a better career in test matches, maybe a bit of a longer career in test matches and ODIs. I only played the one test match, by the way. Just long at Andre Russell, but yeah, 463 T20s around the world, 69 T20 international matches. Um, just uh, bats down the order and has to really just do a bit of a rescue act most of the time, Andre Russell. Also known as Dre Russ. Pretty good with the ball as well, pretty useful with the ball. Just does the job, excellent fielder as well. Really good athlete, got a strong arm in the field. It's just been a major part of the West Indies' success in T20s over the years. But West Indies have fallen down a bit in T20s and also have fallen down a bit in ODIs. But they got off to a decent start in the new era for the ODIs. And hopefully Andre Russell can be a part of the West Indies' success in T20s for the future, starting with this series. This T20 series, by the way, is a five-match T20 international series. Uh, this is the match. Uh, so this match has been played at the Kensington Oval in Bridgetown, Barbados. Uh, the iconic um, Kensington Oval in Bridgetown, Barbados, uh, in the West Indies. Very, very special ground for a lot of West Indies players. Just look at Andre Russell if he's played for anyone besides the Jamaica Tullawas. In the Caribbean Premier League. No, he hasn't. He's just played for the Jamaican Tullawas. Okay. Yeah, um, also, West Indies, uh, they've got Akila Sane for this series. They've got uh, Kyle Mayers, who didn't play the ODI series. And they've got um, got Nicholas Puran back as well. So that's going to be an interesting, interesting, interesting time. And Jason Holder as well, back in the T20 team as well. Ozara Joseph, and yeah, Ozara Joseph's probably the only bowler from that ODI series that has been retained by the West Indies. Uh, besides Romero Shepard, who's always an all-rounder. 
And who has a future, who has a bright future ahead of him for sure. But Romero Shepard. Um, just looking at this team, so uh, England squad for this match, uh, sorry, West Indies squad for this match. You've got uh, Brandon King, the Jamaican, opening with Kyle Mayers from Barbados. You've got Shea Hope from Barbados, Nicholas Braun from Trinidad and Tobago. Shimon Hitmar from Guyana, Robin Powell from Robin Powell from Jamaica. You've got Mary Shepherd. I'm pretty sure he's from no, he's from Guyana. All oh, right, Mary Shepherd's from Guyana. Okay, and then Andre Russell from Jamaica, Jason Holder from Barbados. I'm very sure J Jason. Yeah, he's from Barbados. Akila Sane from Trinidad and Tobago or Guyana. Yep, Trinidad and Tobago, Kilo Singh, and Alzari Joseph's from Antigua. So that's pretty much the West Indies team. And then you've got England. Uh, this is their team for this match. Phil Salt, Joss, Joss Butler, sorry, captain and wicketkeeper, opening the batting for this game and for the series, I guess, if he's playing the C20 series. Will Jacks, Ben Duckett, uh, Harry Brook, Liam Livingston, Sam Curran. Chris Wokes, uh, didn't play the ODI series, but he's playing the T20 series. Rahan Ahmed, Adil Rashid, and who didn't play the ODI series, but played the T20 series, and Tamal Mills as well. So that's pretty much the in English team. And England won the toss. England batted first. Uh, they won the West Indies won the toss and looked at the field first. No debutants for either team. Uh, England started very well. They were going all guns blazing. They were 77 for none after six overs. Phil Salt and Joss Butler were going beautifully, especially Phil Salt. But once Phil Salt departed, things really fell apart. The, um, the first ball of the seventh over, Phil Salt departed, and things really just didn't get better for the West Indies. Still got to, sorry, for England, still got to a good total. 171 um, they got to, but they definitely could have gotten more. Bought out for 171 in 19.3 overs. Going at a run rate of um, 8.76 runs and over. Consider this, they were 117 for 2 after 10.4 uh, overs before Joss Butler departed with a score at 117 for 3 after 10.5 overs. Then they lost their last 7 uh, they lost their last seven wickets after that for just um, for just 54 runs. Really big collapse there from the west from England. And, uh, yeah, bowled out pretty cheaply in the end. 16 extras considered by the West Indies. One no ball. So one leg by two no balls and 13 wides. So they weren't that good with the extras, the West Indies. Otherwise, it would have been a lot less. England would have got a lot less in the end. Um, also, second ball duck for Adil Rashid and a first ball duck for Tom, Tamal Mills. By the way, uh, nobody got a half century for England. A few double-digit scores, but no one really carried on. But the West Indies were absolutely good with the ball. They bowled well in that um, second half of the game. Pick of the bowlers uh, was Andre Russell. His first game back for the West Indies was absolutely superb. 3 for 19 off 4 overs. No maiden overs. Economy rate of 4.75 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. Outstanding stuff from the all-rounder from Jamaica. Elzara Joseph was expensive. was very expensive, especially his first one or two overs. They came back well, getting three, uh, finishing with three for fifty-four off three point three overs. Go, didn't pick up a mate, didn't get a maiden over, but 
went into the economy rate and also went into the economy rate of 15.42 runs never. Bowled five wides and two no balls as well. So it wasn't a great day in terms of conceded runs, but picked up three wickets also Larry Joseph. Uh, Romario Shepard, two wickets for him for 22 runs. He was just amongst the wickets again, Elzari, uh, Romero Shepard, just getting a wicket or two at least a game. But he was very economical in this game. Two for 22 of four overs, no made nervous, economy rate of 5.50 runs and over. Dumbala water and no ball, a wicket apiece for Akilah Sane and Jason Holder. Akilah Sane, one for 32 of four overs, no made nervous, economy rate of eight runs and over. Dumbala water and no ball. And Jason Holder, 1 for 43 of 4 overs, no maiden overs, economy rate of 10.75 runs and over. Bold 4 wides, then bowl no ball. But yeah, good start from the West Indies to peg it back. And uh, the West Indies having the chase, 172 for, uh, to win off 20 overs. Uh, both the openers go off the starts, no one really carried on though. Quite a few starts, reaching double figures and all. And that's what helped the West Indies get over the line, finishing on 272 for 6. Of 18.1 overs, going at a run rate of 9.66 runs and over. runs and over. Five extras considered by England, one leg by and four wides. But, yeah, they just could not contain the West Indies, unfortunately. And the West Indies winning the game by four wickets with 11 balls remaining. Absolutely superb stuff from the West, uh, from England, so from the West Indies. Um, pick of the bowlers for England was Rahan Ahmed, a little bit expensive there. 3 for 39 or 4 overs. No maiden overs, economy rate of 9.75 runs and over. And Adil Rashid, 2 for 25 or 4 overs. No maiden overs, economy rate of 6.25 runs and over. Chris Works getting a wicket as well. And then, uh, yeah, wicket, wicket for... Chris Works. Did all right with the ball, but yeah, it wasn't enough for England to defend. Uh, Chris Wakes one for fifteen of two overs, economy rate of seven point five zero runs and over. Bowled two wides, didn't bowl, uh, didn't bowl a wide or no ball, but yeah, not a great day for England with the ball, unfortunately. And uh, the West Indies winning uh, winning the game by four wickets with eleven balls remaining. Outstanding performance from the West Indies in the tackle one 0 lead in this T uh, Twenty International Series. This was a night T20 to be played at Bridgetown Barbados at the Kensington Oval. Uh, um, Andre Russell, man of the match for his excellent Oriole performance. Cameo with the bat and superb bowling. Really kept things tight and didn't allow anybody there. Um, didn't allow the English to really get going at all. And it showed they just really struggled in the back half of the innings. And that is a wrap. So the West Indies winning the game by four wickets with 11 balls remaining at Bridgetown Barbados and take a 1-0 lead in the five-match T20 International Series. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for your time. Stay safe wherever you are. Until next time, bye for now. And we're out of here. Let's go.